What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Mind of a Macros podcast. As always, I am your host, Mike Milner. And this is an episode that nobody is going to listen to. I know how it goes. I've been doing this long enough. We're 526 episodes deep. I know the ones that get a lot of attention, and I know the ones that don't. Unfortunately, as it is, the ones that don't get a lot of attention are typically the most valuable and the most important episodes to listen to. The ones that get the most attention are the ones that are like, how to lose your next 20 pounds and how to transform your body in six weeks and all of the the dopamine hits where we can get this feeling of something tangible that's right there within our grasp, that exciting dopamine promise of pleasure. This is not one of those episodes. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to burst the dopamine bubble, but it is what it is. Sometimes it's more important to recognize that if you are listening to an episode like this that is more of a need to hear versus want to hear, then you are in the minority. That already puts you in rare territories of of people who actually listen to the important stuff that makes a difference. And then you start to see things differently. You kind of see into the matrix and you're like, oh shit, I know how this works now. It all makes so much sense. The problem is that most people don't take the time. They want the cheap dopamine. And as I say frequently, I'm not in the business of being a dopamine dealer. If you want some cheap dopamine, go gamble, go spend a bunch of money online, go see how many people liked your picture on social media, go watch some porn. I don't know. Do whatever you need to do to get your cheap dopamine hit. It's not coming from me. I apologize. But it is the Wednesday edition. So matter of fact, I stand corrected. I am about to give away some cheap dopamine because we have a winner every single Wednesday that we announce for our weekly reviews. Basically, it's straightforward. If you leave a five-star rating and review, On Apple Podcasts or Spotify, you're eligible to win a free supplement of your choice from one of our sponsors. We've got Cured Nutrition, we've got Organifi, and we've got Legion Athletics. I think Legion is a little bit slept on. I think they are a little bit slept on. I think a lot of people immediately jump to other supplement companies just because Legion is like, you know, they do the traditional health and and wellness and and sport performance type of supplements. So you can do the pre-workouts, you can get the post-workouts, you can get, you know, all the traditional vitamins and things like that. And I think sometimes that makes it so, you know, there's there's a lot of competition. There's not a lot of people that are doing what Cured is doing. There's not a lot of people who are doing what Organifi is doing. There's a lot of companies that are trying to do what Legion is doing. I think they're a little bit slept on. Don't sleep on Legion. We love their products, all of us, the whole house, pretty much everybody, Mel, myself, and all the kids except for Evie, the youngest. She's only 11. She'll get there. (laughs) She's not ready for the supplement game quite yet, but she will be. Um, We all love their products. So 
You can you can get ev- like pretty much anything that you're like, I need a quality blank. I need a quality fish oil product. I need a quality vitamin D supplement. I need a B complex. I need a multivitamin. I need a pre-workout. I need a pre-workout without stimulants. I need a post-workout, some creatine. They've got everything, everything. And you know that it's quality. So you should go to legionathletics.com and you should put in the code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M, if you want 20% off. You should. It's not saying that you will. I'm just saying that you should. Don't sleep on Legion. Anyway, my goal for this next week, it's a stretch. It's a stretch goal. On Apple Podcasts, we have 887 reviews with an average rating of 4.9 out of 5. We'll take it. Can't be perfect. Not everybody can be like my dog, Leia, who's absolute perfection. That's kind of mean because I have three dogs, but I singled her out as the perfect one. But she's my little my little angel face. Uh, she's the 85-pound pity who was once a 100-pound pity. And then we did something crazy. We started walking her more, and she lost 15 pounds. That was it. She eats the same number of meals every day. She just walks more. It's like almost like there's this hidden ace up your sleeve that you can implement when you want to lose some body fat, just like Leia, who's absolute perfection. But not everybody can be perfection because if Leia had a podcast, she would have thousands of ratings and reviews and they would all be fives. She's very insightful. She has a lot of wisdom. She's a beautiful lady. (laughs) And uh, anyway, it doesn't take me much time to get off track here. The ratings and reviews are at 887 on Apple Podcasts alone. I want to see if we can get that to 900. Let's say by the end of the month. By March 1st, I want 900. Because then you know what the next target is. The next target's 1,000. So we got we to gotta baby step our way there. I think we can get to 900. So if you have not left a five-star rating and review yet, go do that. Or if you could do like a different account, I don't know how it works, but if you could do it again, then do it again. Um, This week's winner. And by the way, if you don't know how to do it, you just open up the podcast app on your phone. You hit the search button. Even if you're already subscribed and following the show, which you should be, please, pretty please follow, subscribe. Even if you're already following, subscribe, you still have to follow this process. Podcast app on your phone, search button, type in Mind Over Macros, tap on the show, scroll down, you'll see the write a review button. You tap it, you write something, you submit, and then you win. Just like J. Ray Collins. J. Ray Collins just got a nice dopamine hit because J. Ray Collins just won any supplement of their choice. (laughs) And... The the, uh, rating and review says, best macro mentality podcast. Your podcast is exactly what I needed. I began 2024 by cutting out alcohol and hitting the gym every morning and got into a routine very quickly. I knew balancing my macros was going to be key and found Warrior Babe on YouTube. Props to Warrior Babe. Shout out to Nikki Stott. I watched an episode where you were her guest and ever since then... I have now been listening to your podcast every morning during my workouts. Your content is super beneficial and is helping me become the best version of myself. Thank you. Thank you, J. Ray Collins. I appreciate the review very much. I'm so glad 
that it's been helpful and glad that you found me in the show. And now all you have to do is email me, mike at peakoptimizationperformance.com and tell me what product you want to try. Any single product from one of our sponsors. Go to Cure Nutrition, Organifi, or Legion Athletics and take your pick and I will send it over right away. All right, so let's get into this. Let's get into this perfect this uh this episode that will not get a lot of attention uh just because it's the nature of talking about real shit. When you talk about real shit, you tend to lose a lot of eyeballs and ear what's what's the equivalent? Ear earballs, we'll call them. And uh this is one of those things that actually I touched on it briefly. I touched on it briefly in the last episode, and it was something that uh, I've gotten a few interesting comments about. So I wanted to elaborate. And and there's been some client situations that also made me think that this was a topic worth elaborating on. So when we are thinking about creating change, change in any sense, you want to change your circumstance. You want to change an outcome. You want to reach a goal. That all requires a certain level of change. And oftentimes, we never view that change through the appropriate lens. Oftentimes, we view it through a lens that isn't really helpful. Not really helpful. Now, I'm going to give you a client circumstance that will illustrate what I'm talking about. Client circumstance that literally just happened. One of our one-on-one clients. I know I'm not supposed to talk about one-on-one clients that are struggling because I'm supposed to act like, you know, it's all sunshine and rainbows for everybody all the time. That's not, that's not reality. The reality is we have a ton of success stories because we've helped people overcome the challenges and struggles of actually creating change. This is real shit that nobody wants to talk about. We have a client right now who is struggling to make progress with her, with her weight loss goal. She wants to lose some body fat. And the challenge that she's facing is that she wants to drink alcohol more frequently than is allowing her to see progress. And the question becomes, can I have, in this case, six or seven drinks per week and see progress. Now, here's how this works. In theory, it can be done. This is why we take a scientific method instead of a dogmatic method. A scientific method looks like this. Hypothesis. You can lose fat and drink six to seven drinks per week. Now we do it. Now we put the hypothesis to the test and we see what happens. Reality, it's not happening. Hypothesis failed. Now we reiterate and make the necessary adjustments. This is, this is what real change looks like, by the way. And, and I'm going to tell you the whole difference in, in the perspective and, and how this all breaks down. But just from a base level understanding, if anybody tells you, do this and this will happen. It's a guess. It's a guess. There, there's nothing that you can say that guarantees anything. I can't guarantee results. 
The reason I can't guarantee results is because I have no idea what you're going to do. I can help you. I can guide you. We can support you. We can hold your hand. We can't put food into your mouth for you. We can't make you show up and do workouts. We can't help you manage, you know, force you to go to sleep at a certain time. There's a lot of things that we can't do for you. We can give you all the tools and all the support and all the guidance and everything that you could possibly can walk you through the process of behavior change and the psychology of it and habit creation, all of these things. But we can't guarantee that you're going to do any of those things. We can increase the probability that you will do them, but we cannot guarantee it. And so what happens is if anybody tells you do this and then this will happen, it's just a hypothesis. Eat this much and you'll lose weight. That's a hypothesis. It doesn't mean anything until you actually put it into practice. Well, so-and-so told me I should lose weight on 1,500 calories. Well, are you eating 1,500 calories? Yes. Are you consistently eating 1,500 calories? Yes. Are you losing weight? No. Then the hypothesis fell short. <laughs> it's It failed. So now we have to reiterate and test again. Is that like the least sexy thing you've ever heard? Because it probably is. But this is what really happens. We put our best guess forward and then we see what the results look like. Now, part of that is being a detective. Part of that is seeing, am I actually doing what I think I'm doing? So another client example that we've had that Mel, Mel loves to tell this story because it's such a great Example of when the hypothesis was correct, but the execution was incorrect. So she had a client that she was working with and nothing was happening. Like went through a fat, like went into a fat loss phase and things were just not moving. So Mel, being the detective and amazing coach that she is, starts to ask more questions. And then the whole concept of, of tracking. Are you tracking um, by weighing or are you? measuring, you know, this is a common thing. Using measuring cups, tablespoons, things like that is not as accurate as using a food scale and weighing and measuring in grams. Weighing and measuring in grams with a food scale is the most accurate way to do that. So she asked the client and turns out this client was like, I'm actually not doing either. She's like, I've been doing this for so long. I can tell you with pretty, you know, precise accuracy, my portion sizes just by looking at them. And Mel was like, well, I agree because I've been doing this a really long time as well. And I like to think that I can eyeball portion sizes, but would you mind humoring me and just taking the next couple of weeks to, you know, refine the skill set? Let's just start using the food scale again. Just break it out for all time's sake. Let's do two weeks. You can do anything for two weeks. So a little bit reluctantly, the client was like, whatever, you know, I'm fine. I'll humor you. Let's do it. Shocking result. She started losing weight and then was like, oh, I was way off on my estimates. And then she kept using her food scale. She dropped 10 to 15 pounds, which was her ultimate goal. And then she started to pull away from tracking gradually in a way now that she had the reference back that was fresh she was able to pull away from tracking a lot easier and maintain her results 
So there's an example where the hypothesis was correct, but the execution and the implementation was a little bit off. But it's the same thing. We we just reiterate. We take the information that we have based off of in real life. Like this is the thing about about research and studies. It's telling you what happened to a specific group. It's not telling you what happened for you. So like when when we hear averages, think about it like this. Imagine if there was just, you know, we looked at averages based off of research and we used that to make decisions. Imagine if it was like on average, the average woman in America is five foot three. I don't actually, I'm going to look it up because I want to know how tall is the average woman. In the United States, the average height of female adults over the age of 20 is about five feet, three and a half inches. I wasn't that far off. Um, okay. So you look at research like this. We have research that shows us this is the average height of female adults in the United States over 20. And you're like, I'm going to do everything based off of that research. So I'm going to buy clothes based off of that person. I'm going to buy, you know, I'm going to do everything based off of the five foot three and a half woman. Doesn't make sense. For some of you, you'd be like, yeah, those clothes will probably fit me. But then does that even, you know, factor in body type and shape and all that stuff? No. So again, we look at research and we say, oh, well, on average, you should be able to eat X amount of calories and lose weight. But then what happens in reality? In reality, that's what matters. Like research and, and studies are super helpful because they can give us insight and information and they can test certain hypotheses, but you are the only thing that matters. And I think sometimes we forget that. We, we forget that this whole process of change is about what happens in reality, not what happens in theory, but what happens in reality. So in reality, this particular client cannot currently get away with six to seven drinks per week and lose fat. Now she has a very simple choice to make. Is it worth it for her to make the change? And this is, this is the lens that I was talking about, the perspective that everybody misses. Real change. Anytime you have a process of change, you want to achieve a goal, you want something, doesn't matter. You want better health, relationships, finances, business. It doesn't fucking matter. You want to make a change. The fundamental shift is your whole being, your whole behavior, your habits, the way that you make decisions, your identity. It's not a, oh, I'm going to do this thing for this amount of time. That's how everybody else approaches change. I'm going to do this thing for this amount of time. That's how you default back to where you began. That's how you end up sabotaging yourself. That's how you end up spinning your wheels. That's how every freaking resolutioner ends up failing by February. Because I'm going to do this thing for this amount. No, you actually have to shift your whole being. You got to shift your behaviors. If you can't change the behavior, nothing else matters. If the behavior does not fundamentally change, nothing else matters. The difference between somebody who's like, I'm going to do Whole30 for 30 days 
I'm not knocking Whole30. I'm just saying the mindset. I'm going to go do Whole30 for 30 days. And then what happens? Did the behavior change? Or are you looking at this as I'm going to shift into this person who eats this way forever? I'm going to become this version that eats this way forever. I'm going to become this person that trains this way and exercises this way and lifts this way forever. I'm going to become this person who prioritizes movement, who gets, you know, seven, eight hours of sleep every night, who focuses on, who focuses on recovery and restorative movement, becoming the person. It's the behavior, the behavior, the habits, however you want to view it. Without that in place, nothing else matters. I posted this on Facebook earlier today. I'm going to read it. I always have to pull it up just to make sure. I said, simple, not sexy tip. If you can't stay consistent with your nutrition every single day for one week, including the weekend, figure out why before you do anything else. And then I said, most will gloss over this post. Few will realize it's the only way to create long-term success. And that's what I mean. The behavior of being consistent with your nutrition, because if you're still inconsistent and you're still all over the place with your nutrition, the behavior hasn't changed and you're trying to force the issue instead of identifying why, right? For this particular individual, why does she drink and, and, you know, go down that path every single weekend. That's not, it's not a judgmental question is, is it a, it's a necessary question to create sustainable change. If the why is because it makes me happy and I really value this thing that I'm doing every weekend, well, then we just need to have a conversation about where that fits within her expectations of results and who she wants to become. Because the behavior, there's no modification there that can happen. Because listen, if you're going to take your nutritional approach and you're going to say, I, I screw up every week, I'm so inconsistent every weekend, but my solution is to be even more perfect every week, that's a band-aid. You're not actually fixing anything. You're not bringing any level of awareness to the behavior that needs to change. I'm telling you, it's this whole shift in, in your being, the whole shift that needs to happen. You're viewing the lens through such a temporary scope. We need to broaden the scope and actually see this for what it really is. Changing is difficult for this exact reason because if you can't figure out why that happens every weekend and you can't change the, the full fundamental behavior, meaning if it's how you eat, you, you don't default to the, you know, fast food or quick convenient options on the weekend. You don't default to, you know, six, seven drinks on the weekend. If you can't fundamentally shift the behavior, then we have to figure out why. What are you holding on to? What, it, how is that serving you? What is it doing for you? And if there is a good answer for that, then we have to have a conversation about what you actually want overall. How does that fit in? The solution is not to be more perfect during the week. That is a very slippery slope. Think about it like this. If you're hitting your macros perfectly six days a week and you have one day that's always a shit show, is it 
there's two options here. Ready? Tell me which one sounds easier to execute. Option one, be even more perfect the other six days. So you're already perfect. You're already hitting your macros. Be even more perfect with your macros for those six days. Option two, make the seventh day less shitty. Make the seventh day a little bit better than what it's been. Is that better? I think so. So now we go through this process again. Hypothesis. Can I, can I lose fat while only drinking four or five drinks per week? Let's put it into practice. And now we get to find out like what the actual shift and the actual behavior and the habits look like. But we, we view this so temporarily. We view this in such a short term perspective. I'm going to do this thing for this amount of time. But then what happens? And then what? And then you're likely going to default back to the behaviors. Default back to your current behaviors and your current identity, your current beliefs. Because that's what we do as humans. That's what we do. It's, it's an entire shift that needs to happen. And we never view it that way. If the behavior is not changing, we have to figure out why before we progress at all. People will sit there and they'll say, what supplements should I take? How much cardio should I do? And what if I'm working out at home versus working out at the gym? It doesn't matter until you actually show that the behavior has been modified, that this is now the person that you are. You're shifting into this person that does this thing because that's who you are and that's who you want to become forever, forever, ever, ever. Forever, ever, forever, ever. That's what it is. That's how actual, that's how real change happens. And again, nobody wants to talk about this because it's not sexy. There's nothing exciting about that process. There's really nothing exciting about telling somebody like I'll give, I'm, I'm a perfect example of this. I was the, the classic weekend warrior, like perfect all throughout Monday through Thursday. And then I would drink my freaking face off every weekend. And I would go into my Monday night boot camp class and the instructor would sit there and then she would be like, it's time to burn off all of those extra weekend calories. And I was like, yes, I'm going to do it in, in 60 minutes. I'm going to burn off those 10,000 calories that I ate and drank over the weekend. And I really believed it. And I was so, it was so confusing as to why I couldn't make progress. And you know what I tried to do? I tried to make my week even more perfect. And you know what that led to? Even worse weekends. I fundamentally had to stop being that person that ate and drank like an asshole every weekend. And it wasn't until the behavior shifted that I could actually sustain my results. So when I went through the process of being like, you know what, I'm going to stop doing all the weekend nonsense until I reach this certain goal. It was temporarily successful, but that was not my identity. That's not part of who I am. It, it, it wasn't at the time. So I would default back 12 weeks, hit a certain number on the scale. Great. Now I can go back to my, I can be 
me again. Let me go drink 12 beers real quick. <laughs> Didn't work. It's shocking. The weight kept coming back on. It's so weird how that happened. The behavior has to change first. And if it's not changing, do not do anything else until you figure out why. If you cannot stay consistent with your nutrition, here, just a simple litmus test. If you cannot stay consistent with your nutrition every single day for one week straight, don't do anything else until you figure out why. I want to take a brief pause in this episode to tell you all about Cured Nutrition. You should already know about Cured, but if you don't, you're missing out. The still, it's still the goat for sleep is the Serenity Gummies. There has been no product that has come close. I just talked to somebody else, another case study of somebody who gets terrible sleep, started taking the Serenity Gummies. Sleep score has never been better. This happens consistently. Every time somebody comes to me and they're like, well, no, this won't work for, I've literally had friends who are like, my mom gets the worst sleep ever. My sister gets like, everybody thinks that they have a person, either themselves or somebody they know that gets the worst sleep ever. And then they come back to me. I'm like, yeah, tell them to, to reach back out in a couple of weeks and, and give me the verdict. And they're always like, oh my God, what is that stuff? It's Serenity Gummies. It's Serenity Gummies by Cured. And it continues to be the goat for getting to sleep, for staying asleep, just putting it. And it's not even like you feel, um, it's not like a sedative. It's not like it, it knocks you out. It's literally serenity, exactly like it sounds. It puts you in this calm, blissful, peaceful state of mind. You don't have the racing brain. You're not staying up thinking about 8,000 projects. It just puts you in this calm, peaceful state so you can fall asleep easily and stay asleep. And it is a beautiful thing. Um, it does have a small micro dose of THC. Uh, it also has some L-theanine. It's got some other amazing ingredients in there. But if you are somebody who is like purely against any amount of THC, even a micro dose, then you might want to go with something like their Zen caps or their night caps, which do not have THC. So you could do like their sleep bundle, which is the Zen caps and night caps, or you can do this, the sleep bundle and get yourself some Serenity gummies. Uh, and you can get 15% uh, off all of their products, including the bundle, when you go to curednutrition.com slash popfam. That's curednutrition.com slash P-O-P-F-A-M. And I also recommend if you're somebody that struggles with anxiety, they have the Calm Caps and they have the Calm Oil. Pretty much the same thing, just depends on how you like to take it. I like the calm caps because you just pop the, the little capsules and good to go. Helps with anxiety. Um, I also really like their Rise product for just focus and, and productivity. And they are really the leaders in the space when it comes to stress management, sleep quality, just helping people rest and digest more effectively because we have so many products out there that help us do the opposite, that want to amp us up and keep us going on overdrive. It's nice that there is an amazing company with great people. Some of the best humans in the world work over at Cured and just really doing good for our overall health and well-being. Uh, so go try the Sleep Bundle, the Serenity Gummies, the Calm Caps. Uh, we have some CBD treats that we like to give our dogs from Cured. Uh, just go to curednutrition.com slash popfam. 
Use the code POPFAM, P-O-P-F-A-M, for 15% off and thank me later. And now, let's get back to the episode. Now, you might have a lot of insight there. Well, my weekend schedule is, is hectic. I'm busy. I'm on the road a lot. The kids are doing a million different things. So it's a little bit counter to my normal thing. Okay. Well, now we have something that we can actually work with. So let's start to create some hypotheses around what might actually work given your weekend schedule. But still requires the behavior to change. If you're always going to hold on to the thing, like the excessive drinking and eating or whatever, it doesn't bother me. It's not a judgment. It is a simple fact that if the hypothesis has shown up, has, has already proven that you cannot make progress while holding on to these things, then the choice is, do I want to let go of these things and become a different version of myself? Or do I want to hold on to these things and readjust my expectations? And there's no right or wrong there. It's just a personal preference. You get to make that choice for yourself. But once you see it and you know what you're up against, you're in full control. And that's why so many people don't like to hear this because it's much easier for them to place external blame than to take internal responsibility. It's much easier. It's much easier to point the fingers. Well, my weekends are just crazy. It's my week. It's the weekend's fault. It's the kids' fault. Their schedule's crazy. I travel. It's my work's fault. It's my hormones. It's my age. It's my metabolism. That's it's external. It's not me. It's all these other things. And that's the problem because you can change your behavior. Regardless of the circumstances, you can change your behavior. That doesn't mean you want to, and that doesn't mean you're going to, but you can. And the problem that, that you know, a lot of people avoid that truth because it does. It puts them on front street. Like there's nowhere to hide. There's nowhere to run. There's nowhere to point the finger. It's just you naked in the mirror with your own shit, trying to figure out if you really want what you say you want. And that can be a scary place to live. That's why so many people just, just give me, give me the dopamine. Tell me how to lose 30 pounds in six weeks. Give me the fucking dopamine. Cause I don't want to stare into the truth mirror anymore. So just tell me the trick. Give me the 30 pounds in six weeks. Let me just do it. I'll do whatever you say for six weeks. And then you're going to gain all the weight back. Just pay attention because once you see inside the matrix, it all becomes clear. Why, why do programs like Optavia thrive and service millions of, of people? Because they're dopamine dealers. They know what you want to hear. They don't want to talk about real behavior change. They want to deal out some cheap dopamine. You can't unsee it. Once you see it, you can't unsee it. It's unfortunate though, because again, I know how this goes. I know a lot of people will hear it. It'll go in one ear, out the other ear. Or my favorite, my favorite is this. Mike, this is exactly what I needed to hear. This is exactly what I needed to hear. Is it? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure that it is, but is it actually? Like, are you really going to do something about it? I want to know how many times people say, this is exactly what I needed to hear while they continue to do nothing about it. I needed this today. Did you? 
just to make yourself feel better about something that you really need it? Or are you actually going to do something about it? Are you actually going to change? It's not easy. It's not easy. That's why the numbers are what they are. Again, statistically, we know that most people on the pursuit of change do not accomplish change and maintain it. Most people accomplish change temporarily and then default back to where they were. That's the norm. That's standard. That's average. It's actually more than average. It's very common. This is why, because you really have to fundamentally change behaviors, identity, beliefs, all the things that are required to make it sustainable. And that's difficult to do, especially difficult when you've got all the dopamine dealers that are slinging bags of dopamine that you can, you know, shoot up for whatever. That's what we're up against. It really, it, it is exactly what we're up against in every area. Like you'll see it everywhere. You know, trying to, uh, to grow a business is like, it's, it's so challenging. It really is the same exact concept. It's like fundamentally changing and doing the delayed gratification thing and doing the, the long, you know, tedious, arduous road that's, that's boring as fuck. When everywhere you turn, you got dopamine dealers who are sitting there like, scale your business in 30 days and make 100K tomorrow and all this stuff. And it's, it's everywhere. There's the, you know, the Optavia of the business world. It's difficult. And very few people do it. And then this is the exact reason why. But it has to start with the behavior. The behavior has to shift. And the problem with understanding these simple truths is that it does remove your excuses. That again, that's a scary place to be. Scary, it's vulnerable. When it's just, I don't have any, I don't have anywhere to point. I don't have anyone else to blame. This this happens like you'll see it with everything. You'll see it in every in every program with every product or service or anything like that. There will be people who really make the shift. They make the shift. They fundamentally make the shift and it's life-changing. And again, like we can give them all the resources, the guidance, the support, everything. And it's just transformational through and through. And then you have the people that were like, this didn't work for me. And it's not true. And it's not that I'm placing blame on the individual. They just weren't ready to make that shift. And it's really hard to know because I like to think that I can tell, but it's impossible to tell because we say that we want things all the time and we will even take actions like spending money on things. But until the actual behavior, it's it's such a difficult thing to know for sure if somebody's truly ready or if they're just telling themselves that they're ready and they're not actually going to do anything about it. But because you can easily see when they start to, to push the uh, external blame button over and over again. Well, it was this, and this didn't do this for me. But like, no, no, it's you that has to change your behaviors. And if you're not changing your behaviors, it doesn't, nothing else matters. Oh, well, the, you know, neurotyping and this diet and that diet, and I've tried 1200 calories. I've tried that. It doesn't fucking matter. I don't care what training program you did. I don't care what nutrition plan you did. I don't care how much cardio you're doing. I don't care how many steps you're getting. If you are not willing to fundamentally shift your behaviors, 
Nothing else will matter. And you'll continue to find external blame for the reasons. That's it. That's that's it. That's really all there is to it. You got to figure out why the behavior is not changing. And if there's a good reason for it, then you have to determine what you actually want. You know, I'm not willing to shift this behavior because X, Y, Z reason. All right, great. Well, now let's realign with what you really want. Let's realign with your true goals. And then it won't be so frustrating. Like, yeah, no, I I chose this because I knew from a place of awareness, I wasn't willing to change this behavior, which means I'm going to be okay with this outcome. It's real shit. Nobody wants to talk about it. I don't care what was supposed to happen. I don't care what should happen. I care what is happening based off of your inputs and outputs, based off of your situation. We have the hypothesis. We test it. We see what happens in reality, not in theory, not what's supposed to happen, what's happening in reality. And then we make the adjustments. We learn, we adapt. And then we hypothesize again and we run it back. That's what this actually looks like. That's what this process actually looks like. I know. No, you can't find that packaged up in a, in a challenge. You can't find it packaged up in a quick fix program. You can't find it packaged up in any fucking diet. That's for sure. You want to work with somebody who can help you bring that stuff to the forefront and help you. Look into the truth mirror and help you identify those things for yourself. That's what a good coach will do. But a good coach can't do those things for you in terms of execution and making those changes. The actual behavior shift and identity shift and belief shift. A good coach can't do that for you. A good coach can show you, can hold up the mirror. A good coach can give you guidance and inspiration and education and support and accountability and all these wonderful things can't do the things for you. So you have to ask yourself if you are willing to make that adjustment to become that person. And if you are, transformational. Again, once you see inside the matrix, you can't unsee it. You get the cheat code. You get the cheat code for to forever results that people strive for for decades and decades and never get there. You get there and you get to stay there. You get to be one of those people. But you got to decide. Anyway, that's what we do. That's what we try to do. Anyway, I think we're pretty damn good at it. Uh, But we still, again, like I said, we still have clients that struggle. We still have clients that sometimes want to point the finger at other sources of blame. And um, it happens. It happens in every program. If you talk to somebody and they're like, we have a 100% success rate, they are full of shit. I would love to have a 100% success rate. We got a pretty damn high one, but there are certain people who just aren't ready. I try to filter them out as much as I can. But again, it's difficult because sometimes people will say they want something and they'll take certain steps, but it's temporary. But the people who really know what, what I'm talking about here that really get it, who understand transformational. They never look back. They're the ones that message me. Best decision I ever made. 
I can't believe I waited so long. I wish I found you five years ago. All that stuff. Anyway, I'm always open for a conversation if you have questions. Or if you want me to help you see your own truth mirror, I can do that too. Just message me on Instagram at coach underscore Mike underscore Milner. Or if you're interested in coaching, you can go to neurotypetraining.com slash apply. Neurotypetraining.com slash apply and fill out an application and uh, we'll have a chat and I will let you know very transparently what my thoughts are. And then you can make some decisions for yourself. Either way, I hope this was helpful and I will talk to you next time. 